0: Hello, beautiful tribe. This podcast is sponsored by YouVida. Thousands of years ago, before modern medicine proved scientific evidence for mind and body connection, the sages of India developed Ayurveda, which continues to be one of the most sophisticated, powerful mind and body health systems up to date. And I can begin to tell you, tribe, that it's about putting the power back in your hands. And the company that's helping you do that is YouVida. I've been on UVita for a couple months now so that I can have a healthy gut and be able to clear my gut and be able to have the best digestive system that I can have. Because healing your gut allows the body to build a stronger immune system and produce the right kind of bacteria that tells your brain that it's okay to feel good. And as, as everyone knows, I'm the shaman who likes to stay lit and make sure the tribe is lit all day long. And so it's important for us to feel good in our bodies and it's important for us to live a very healthy life. Ayurveda is a company that is doing that. They are utilizing the knowledge and understanding of Ayurveda in their company, wild harvested and organically grown herbs that they synergistically create in an Ayurvedic way to be able to give you what you need for your body to sustain health, wellness, and vitality. Everything that they have in their company is based in integrity, ethically sourced from natives who practice sustainability. And I can't begin to tell you how happy I am to share this with you and to have them be one of the sponsors for Ancient Wisdom Today podcast. Their products offer everything from immunity to healthy joints and to healthy mood and healthy digestion and a healthy body. What more can you ask for from a company that is bringing Ayurvedic understanding to the Western world in a way that is supporting us and lifting us and shifting us into the greater possibilities of who we are? So I welcome you to experience UVITA. You can even contact them by going to their website, which is www.uveda.com. Dot com and you make your first order type in the word shaman which is their code for the ancient wisdom today podcast tribe and you will get 35 percent off on your order for your first order of uvita but i'm telling you the moment you start taking this product you're going to see dramatic change in your body and the way you feel And that is the best. And as the tribe knows, I'm all about putting the power back in your hands. So go ahead and check out UVIDA and use my code SHAMAN. And until then, live healthy always and every day in your life. Love you. Human beings have been sharing stories for hundreds of thousands of years. And with those stories came the emotional, spiritual, and physical knowledge of the ancients. Shaman Durek is a third-generation shaman, an evolutionary innovator, and a women's empowerment leader. He's here to bring forth the ancient wisdom of our elders to help heal and bring happiness into our modern society. We're sharing ancient knowledge in modern times in order to put the power back in people's hands. Welcome to the tribe. Hello, beautiful tribe, and welcome to Ancient Wisdom Today podcast. And it is a beautiful and wonderful life. Our life is getting so filled with so much joy. So many doors are opening. So many opportunities are happening. New people are coming in. Old people are going out. We're not serving our energy anymore. Not bringing beautiful things in the door. And we are recognizing the power of our light in such great ways right now in our evolution. There is so much to be happy about, so much to jump up in joy about, so much to spin around and fall into the grass and roll around because life is wonderful and you're wonderful. And the fact that you're breathing and that you exist says it all that creation did an amazing thing by creating you. That is so wonderful. So, When you walk down the street, smile, shine, radiate and let the sun touch your face. Look at people, acknowledge them because you're an amazing being and your heart is wide open to love unconditionally and to accept everyone as they are. And that is a beautiful thing. You have so much power in who you are and so much wisdom inside of you. And all you have to do is just let yourself go and be a part of life in every way. And that is so wonderful. So thank you, tribal members, for being here, part of the tribe. Your love, your caring, your giving, your nurturing, all of the things that you're doing in your life. For yourself and for other people is making this world a wonderful place to be so thank you i am so so excited life is beautiful isn't it our consciousness is constantly having a conversation with the universe and this is how all of the beautiful experiences are showing up in our life because the more and more we think in the highest place for ourselves and for others We manifest and generate beautiful energies to show up in life, where we get to experience the profound nature of our being by witnessing it in our lives. And that's such a wonderful thing. And this beautiful conversation that is happening with the universe is happening all the time. It's happening right now, even as you're listening. Even right now, your mind is communicating to all of the things around you All of the trees, all the flowers, the wind, the sky, the air, everything is experiencing your thoughts and the things that you say. Isn't that beautiful that this communication is happening all the time? And all we have to do to be a witness of it is just to raise our awareness of knowing that we're speaking and sharing everything that we feel and everything that we think with the world all the time, even when we're not using our vocal box or speaking from our mouth yes that conversations are happening even when you're not talking it's so wonderful and all of this is so magical the way that the universe in you and all of us connect have you ever had a book fall off the shelf right in front of you or a song that keeps playing on the radio wherever you go You ever had a situation where you keep thinking about someone and you just can't get them out of your head? Well, that's because you are having a conversation with the universe and the universe is having a conversation back with you, guiding you and assisting you to open yourself up to the messages that are all around you. These are called signs and signs are amazing. If a book falls off the shelf, it's because your spirit is saying, take a look at the book. And if you keep thinking about someone, that's because they're thinking about you or they're needing you to call them or reach out to them. So your spirit is sending you that message. And if a song keeps playing and you keep noticing this song showing up, there's a message in that song that is needing for you to understand. These beautiful messages that are showing up are there to guide you and assist you in your path and your journey through life. The thing is, in order for us to be able to read the signs that are showing up, we have to become more aware of the things that stand out. Yes, that means as you're going through your life and you're experiencing your life, notice what stands out to you, what your attention looks at, notices for a moment, and then goes back into doing whatever it is that you're doing. For instance, Once I was heading to go to meet with this amazing astrologer and on my way to go meet with him, I totally forgot to bring the address and the information to where he lives. I know I was in the vicinity of where he lives, but I thought I had brought the address and I realized I left it back in my house, which was far, far away where the exact address was sitting on the counter in my kitchen. I said to myself, If I go back to the house, I'm going to miss out on this opportunity to meet with this amazing man because I know that he's a busy guy and he has so many clients and so many people that he sees. And to be able to take that time to meet with him was a very special experience that we set up together. So at that point, I was like, okay, what do I do? All of a sudden, I was like, universe, any ideas? All of a sudden, a truck pulls up. In front of me. And on the truck, there was a sticker that said, Listen to music and relax. It stood out. My eyes looked at it. I saw it. I realized I was staring at the back of this big truck, and there it was right in front of me. And I laughed. So I turned on the music and I just relaxed. As I relaxed, I was thinking one part of my mind was going, you should really go back to the house and get that because you don't know where this house is and you should really make sure you have the address. The other part of me was like, I got the message. It was to turn on the music and relax. And that's what I'm going to do. So please acknowledge that we just got the message. So one part of the mind was wanting to figure out, sort out. It was trying to scramble around and make a decision to fix the situation where as the other part of my mind knew that there was no need to fix the situation because the situation was already taken care of by the spirits that love me and enjoy me and appreciate me and value me and see me and want to lift and shift me all the time and that's for all of us so immediately i began to recognize that and in that moment i realized that that energy of that part of myself that felt like it had to do something in order to fix the situation was something I pay attention to more in my life. Whenever I feel like I have to fix a situation or I ramble around to make it happen, I know that I'm not letting my energy of my intuition and my connection to my conversation with the universe to be seen and experienced. All of a sudden I got a phone call from that amazing astrologer. He said, something told me to call you. So I thought I'd call you. I said, yes, great. I said, yes, I need the address. I left it at home on the counter. And he goes, ah, oh, that's so funny. I had a message that came to me while I was on my way to the bathroom that said, call Shaman Durek. And so he did. And he gave me his address and I went with my appointment and we had such a beautiful and wonderful experience. But these things happen many, many times in life. And if we go in the hustle and bustle of life, we have to watch what stands out for us. What is the thing that we see that we really don't see, but we do see? A lot of times I would be in the car with a friend. That friend would be going through a difficult time. All of a sudden I have the radio on and we're driving. And then all of a sudden on the radio, a song would come on. She's going through a relationship issue. And the song would say in the lyrics, it's time for you to leave your situation. There are greener pastures on the way. Let go and allow yourself to live for today. And the message was so clear. It was a country music song, but it was beautiful that it was saying these words. And I said, do you hear that? She said, I do. She said, what was those lyrics again? I let's, I let's wait for the next one. And it came up again on the radio. She got the message. It was for her to leave the relationship and know that everything is going to be okay and that she just needs to enjoy her life. And that was her message. And it was beautiful that it was given to her and spoken to her from a song and it came on the radio. So the thing that I'm saying, my love, is that we have the ability to look and understand what is going on in our environment and see the signs that spirit is sending our way they can be subtle nuances such as a poke in the direction that you need to be or for instance a feeling that comes over you for instance once i was in israel living in israel and i used to go with my friends all the time to this amazing restaurant called Allen b 51 Allenby was this amazing restaurant. They had the best breakfasts in the morning and I loved their pancakes. And every morning I would get up with my friends and we would meet at my place on Shankin and walk down Shankin and then turn right and go all the way down to Allenby and have our breakfast. One morning I got up. There was a lot of disturbances. For instance, a friend came over and I was making freshly squeezed orange juice. Another friend came over and actually bumped into the container and it fell off the counter and broke. I thought, wow, that's odd. What kind of thing happens like that? And I noticed it, but I said, that's okay. Let's just clean up the glass, put it in the trash can, wash the floor down, and let's make our way to the restaurant and meet everybody who's coming. Everyone met at my place. My house was the meeting place and on our way going to the restaurant there was a person working at a new window in shankin street at this new shoe store i could hear the guy carrying the glass and one of the guys screamed watch out be careful you don't want to hurt yourself and i said watch out be careful i noticed how that stood out and then i was walking down the street we were standing on a corner and i heard this woman say to this man you're going the wrong way stop this is not where you need to be what are you doing she was talking to her husband a tourist on vacation in Tel Aviv at that moment I stopped and I said to my friends wait a minute let's stop and think this out for a second they're like what's wrong I'm like I'm getting a lot of signs and they're not good one of the signs that I got this morning was the broken glass as if something out of somewhere is going to happen and it's going to catch us off guard They're like, but how do you know that just wasn't the broken glass? I'm like, because it stood out and I can't stop thinking about it. Secondly, as we're walking down the street, did you notice that the guy who was paying and putting the new glass on that shoe store's window, did you know that they were holding that glass? And the other guy who was trying to make sure they were doing it right said, watch out, be careful, you could hurt yourself. Didn't that just stand out? They're like, it did. We noticed it too. I said, yes. And now this tourist with her husband with the backpack is talking about you're going the wrong way. You don't need to go that way. That's not the place you need to be. Didn't you find that a little different? Like, how come it was said so loud and why did we all notice it? I said I need to check in. So I checked in and I said, Spirit guides, is it safe for us to continue the way we're going? Immediately I heard, No. Go to the beach and enjoy your breathings. So I said, let's go to the Herakon street and let's go to one of the restaurants near the beach. So we all decided to change our direction and we went to the beach. Within moments of ordering our food, we heard a loud explosion. A bomb went off. And if you've lived in Tel Aviv, or countries that have bomb, you know that sometimes there's a second bomb. That's because a lot of people who put the bombs want to make sure that After the bomb goes out, the people want to run to save people and they want to blow them up as well. No, I know it's not the nicest thing to do or pleasant on any level, but if you're living in countries like that, you kind of expect it. It doesn't happen all the time anymore in Israel, but the thing was at that time in the early nineties, it did. And for me, it was a really big experience. So for me, what I did was stop and gasp just for a moment. And in that moment, I realized that a bomb just went off. And so we waited to see what happened. What would be the situation if the bomb went off? What does that mean? Does it mean that there is going to be another bomb? So we waited and there wasn't. In that moment, we realized that the bomb that went off after we spoke to the people was at the place that we were going to have breakfast, And that changed our whole perspective in life. It changed it to such a level where we realized in that moment that we have to trust all the time the messages and signs that we feel, that we get. Because if we don't, then we are not honoring ourselves. We're not honoring who we are. This is important when we are living our lives on earth, is that we have to have awareness of situations. I'm not saying that you have to keep yourself in fear that a bomb's going to go off the next time you go to a cafe. No. But what I am saying is, when you notice things that are a little bit pronounced in your environment, things that you see that are not going okay in your environment, things that stand out. For instance, like patterns and repetition. If you keep noticing the same image, sound, phrase, or object, or if you keep bumping into the same person over and over, it's likely a sign. Get quiet with yourself and ask yourself what it might symbolize or what it might be communicating to you. You see, when we acknowledge these things, it's important because that is how we open up our perception and our intuition. It is also how we become more finely attuned to the universe in which we live in. There's a lot of people on Earth We're always getting signs, but they're not listening. They're not aware of them. They don't realize that those things aren't necessary. For instance, once I was in Turkey, a friend of mine and his other friend was going through a difficult time because the grandmother of my friend was in the hospital and she was sick. One day he asked me, could you go and walk the dogs? I said, of course, So I went and took his dogs and took them for a walk down the street. As I was walking down the street, I went over to the area where there was nature because I thought it would be a nice place for the dogs to go run and play. As I let the dogs off the leash and they were running around the trees in the area, I noticed that there was a dead cat. Immediately, I turned and looked. A car drove by and on the car, It had some kind of advertisement that said, at one o'clock. I gasped. I said, can it be? I grabbed the dogs and put the dogs back on the leash. Hurried up as fast as I could back to the house. Opened the door and said, your grandmother is going to die at one o'clock. You have to get to the hospital, say goodbye to her so you can see her before she leaves. He goes, how do you know? How do you know? I said, because I said, I saw a sign, a dead cat. I saw a a number that said exactly what time on a car going by for an advertisement. I said, these are signs. It stood out very clearly. I said, so you have to be there with your family, call your family. He goes, but what if I call my family and my family gets there and she doesn't die? And then I'm going to look like I have a crazy friend who's this shaman that they're going to think even more so that I've gone mad. I said, well, it's your choice to trust me or not. So I would get to the hospital as quick as you can. He decided to call his family and tell them to be at the hospital. That Shaman Durek told him that the time their grandmother was going to leave. He jumped in the car and he went to the hospital. And sure enough, his grandmother died at one o'clock. They all got to the hospital before then and got to say goodbye to her. It was a beautiful family experience. If I was not open to read the signs and see that my environment is communicating to me, that life, the universe, is communicating to me, perhaps he wouldn't have been able to meet with his grandmother or alert his family that his grandmother was going to be leaving at that time. Sometimes the universe communicates in other ways. Like, for instance, knocking over a book on a shelf, means that it's trying to grab your attention. Or for instance, if you're playing with a deck of tarot cards and a card flies out of the deck, just flies out on its own, and you grab the card and put it back in, no, you're supposed to read that card that flew out because that is the Spirit sending you a message. That message is for you to be aware of the energy that that card Is telling you about. Even though you are shuffling for other cards, the messages were already given to you. And if you're at a bookstore or a library and a book falls off the shelf, that's because that's the book you're meant to read. There's something in it for you. You see, there are wonderful things that are happening all the time. You just have to pay attention. And it could be something as obvious, like an instrument needing repair before it gets worse or a piece of furniture that's out of alignment with energy of space. The thing is, if you are aware of these energies, and you are operating from a place of realizing that you have the ability to be aware of your environment and the universe, the spirits will spend more time sending you beautiful signs and messages to guide you every day on your path. There are all types of meanings all around you, Sometimes you might be going about your day and thinking about a friend. Every time I go about my day and I think about a friend, I immediately get on the phone and call them or send them a message. Why? Because in that moment, I know that either they're thinking about me or it is for me to reach out. For instance, one time I was thinking about a friend. I was walking around the house doing things like planning events and trips with my team. I decided to go to the bathroom, and on my way to go to the bathroom upstairs, I started thinking about my friend, my beautiful friend, Emily, and I thought, hmm, I should give her a call right now, but let me go to the bathroom first. So I went to the bathroom, came out, and I gave her a call. She was hysterically crying and screaming on the other end of the phone. She said that she was having a panic attack and that she couldn't believe Again, out of all the many times that we've been in each other's lives, all the times that I've called her right on the time when she needs me the most, I immediately jumped into my role as the shaman and as her friend to guide her to release the panic attack, the anxiety, and to give her messages from the spirit world that she needs to move forward, be calm, and adjust her life in the right way. The message that came to me was the spirit alerting me about my friend. But I've had other messages, some messages that people listened to and other messages they didn't. I had one time I was with a friend, my friend Pete Schneidenbach. What a beautiful man he is. Very talented, creative, great soul. We have a friend named Mike, another friend named Robin, and another friend named Stefan with a girlfriend named Mitzi. One day I am at the house and I notice that I hear them over talking about taking a trip and going off the grid. And I said to myself, going off the grid. So I asked them, what do you mean by going off the grid? Stefan said, I want to get away from my family. I want to get away from this life. I want to go live in the nature and be wild and free. Who wants to come with me? I think this is going to be a wonderful trip. We can live with tents. We can live in nature. We don't have to pay bills. We don't have to do anything. We can go off the grid. I thought to myself, well, that does sound great. The idea of no cell phones or dealing with any of these things, not having to respond to life and just live in nature and be wild and free. (laughs) It was a great idea. But then for a moment, I thought, nah, I don't want to do that. I enjoy being a part of life. That's why I came to Earth. And I said, and I can always go camping and spend time in nature. I said, it's not for me, but I support you on your trip. He goes, great. All of a sudden, I went to the go to, I went to go to the other side of the house. And on my way, going to the other side of the house, I bumped into a wall. I noticed it, but I thought, oh, I must be a little clumsy. And then all of a sudden, as I was walking into the room to grab something, I stubbed my toe on the bed. Ow, I said, it was so much pain. Have you ever stubbed your toe? I'm sure you know. I do a Native American Apache dance where I jump up and down and scream. My friend screamed from the other room. Are you okay? I said, yes, I just stubbed my toe on the, on the, on the, on the side of your bed. I'm fine. I was just getting something that I left in your room. Immediately I'm jumping up and down. And then it dawned on me. I hit a wall and I stubbed my toe. What is this sign? So I walked back in the room and I noticed that my friend Melissa was playing with tarot cards. I said, Melissa, can I borrow those cards for a moment? She said, sure. I grabbed the cards and I thought about his trip and about what he was doing. I also overheard my friend Mike, my friend Robin and his girlfriend were going to accompany him and join him getting off the grid. I started shuffling through the cards and I was thinking to myself, why did I grab the cards? But I noticed that the first thing I saw when I walked in the room was Melissa playing with the cards. And I looked at the cards and immediately I felt the urge to grab the cards. So I grabbed the cards and I started shuffling through them. I shuffled and thought about going off the grid, going off the grid. What is this like for Stefan and for everyone going off the grid? Immediately a card flew out of the deck and onto the floor. Then another one flew out of the deck. I stopped. I looked at the cards. They were turned over. I grabbed both cards and turned them over. One card was the death card. The other card was the chariot card. I stopped for a moment. I said, can this be? Can this be? I got up. I went into the other room. My friend's mom was watching TV in her room. I decided to go visit her. As she was watching TV on her room, I noticed that there was a show on the TV and it was talking about the death of several people who died. Immediately, I looked at the mom and I said, oh my goodness. She said, are you okay, Mahito?" I said, I'm fine. I ran back into the other room and I looked. His mom was a wonderful, amazing woman, amazing, amazing woman. She said, are you okay? I said, everything is fine. Everything is fine, mom. I called her mother as well. I always called my friends mom, mom, because they were such mother, uh, mothers to me in the way that they treated me. And at that time, I didn't have a mom. So I ran back into the room and I said, Stefan, you can't go on this trip. He said, Why? I said, Pete, I said, everyone come here. I said, he can't go on this trip. You have to stop him from going on the trip. Stefan goes, what are you talking about? I'm going on this trip. It's decided we're all going to go. I go, who's all? He goes, me, Mike, Robin and my girlfriend Mitzi. I said, you can't go on this trip, Stefan. You can't. He said, why? Why are you being so stressed out? You're, you're stressing me out. I said, I'm not trying to stress you out. If you go on this trip, you're going to die. He goes, what do you mean I'm going to die? I'm not going to die. I said, no, you are. He goes, how do you know? I said, these two cards, the death and chariot card. I thought it meant like death as in change. And the chariot was represents moving and things changing, taking adventure or being guided to something great. But then I went into the other room and I said, Pete, your mom was watching television. And on the TV, there was this thing about people dying. Immediately, I noticed it. It stood out in the whole room, more so than me having conversation with your mom, which I love. I said, if you go on this trip, someone is going to die. I don't know how many of you, but you're going to die. And I think from what the cards are telling me, all of you have a possibility of dying. He goes, okay, Dirk, you're being a little scary and a little dramatic, and it's a little too much. I said, no, Stefan. I said, you can't go on this trip. He goes, okay, fine. Use your powers. What is the, What is the way that I'm going to die? I said, oh, God, please help me. Spirits, what is the way he's going to die? I heard in my mind, it was so clear. I saw a vision of nature. I said, Nature, nature is how you're going to die. I go, if you eat something or take something from nature, something to do with the nature that, that's there, you can't touch the nature, or death is waiting for you. My friend said, Dirk, can I talk to you for a moment? And they took me aside and they said, Don't you think this is a little too much? I mean, he's already going through a lot in his life with his parents and trying to figure his life out. And finally, he found something that's going to make him happy, like going off the grid. We think this is a great idea for him to go off the grid. And now you're telling him he's going to die. You're getting a little spooky in there and it's making everyone's energy go down. Don't you think it's not the right path for you to do that right there at this time? I mean, don't you think you're being a little dramatic? My friend said. I said, Pete, I'm not being dramatic. I'm telling you exactly what the spirits showed me. If he and all them go, you're going to say goodbye to our friend, where all are. My friend Kathy, who was there as well, heard what I said. She came in the room and she said, do you really believe this? Do you really think? Is that what the spirits are telling you? Do you really think that he's going to die? I said, yes, Kathy, I do. I really, really do. And I think that It's going to happen because no one's going to stop him. And I started to cry. I was so sad inside. I had to go home. So I decided to go home while sitting at home. I said, why would you show this to me, spirits? Did I, is this the correct sign? Did I say everything correctly? Immediately, I came into the room and my sister was there. I told my sister, Angelina, that I feel like something really bad is going to happen. She said, what do you mean? I said, I've gotten signs and I don't know if I'm making it up. She said, you know, it's really funny. She goes, but I get signs all the time and I don't think you're making it up, brother. I think something's going to happen. I just don't know what. So I called my friend Melissa on the phone. I said, we have to do something to stop them from going on this trip. She goes, I'm not going to do anything. I don't need anyone mad at me. What are you thinking? I said, maybe we can slash holes in his tires and make it so we can make their trip not happen. A Couple days went by and it was the time for them to leave. We all went over to the house. To make a long story short, as we went over to the house to say goodbye. I gave them all hugs. I looked at Mike and I looked at Robin and I said, I know he's too stubborn to listen to me, but I know that both of you are not. And we've been friends for a very, very long time. I said, Mike, Robin, you know who I am and you know my gifts and I'm telling you the signs were there. You saw the cards that came out of the deck. I said, do me a favor. Whatever it is, when he offers you anything to eat from nature, you must refuse it. You must do something different. Don't eat what he offers you or both of you will be on the other side, and you won't be in this body anymore. You'll be spirits. They said, Durek, we love you. Everything's going to be fine. Trust me, we're just going to go off the grid for a while, and it's going to be good for us. I said, promise me, Mike. I go, Mike, if you go on this trip, I said, horrible things are going to happen. I said, I see things on your skin, tattoos all over your body. He said, what do you mean? I said, Mike, I feel like you're going to spend the rest of your life in prison. I, like, I said, Robin, I think you're going to lose your mind. I really don't think you both should go on this trip. I really think you should cancel and let them go on their own if they want to be stubborn and go. Mike said, no, Dirk. we're going to go. We need to be next to Stefan. It's going to be fun. All of us in the mountains, living off the earth, we're going to bring food. There's going to, we're going to make sure that we go back and forth into nature. We're going to get food. Everything is going to be fine. I went over to Stefan to give him a big hug. Stefan was a very tall man with long hair, beautiful eyes, beautiful face, something out of a Dolce & Gabbana campaign. Gorgeous, beautiful girlfriend, Mitzi, beautiful girl, bright-eyed, beautiful spirit. Uh, Robin was a wonderful, beautiful young girl, very smart, very educated, came from a beautiful, beautiful mother. And Mike... He was a great guy, always living on the edge with such a wonderful soul, such a kind heart, always wants the best for people. I looked at all of them, all four of them, and I felt my heart break. I felt here I am getting signs from the universe. I am a harbinger, a messenger to warn them of danger, and no one is listening. I went in the house pacing the floors. My friend Kathy came in and said, is everything okay? They're about to leave. I said, I know we have to do something. We have to stop them. We have to poke holes in their tires. My friend Pete goes, you're going to poke holes in their tires? Really? You're going to vandalize their car? Let them go on their trip, Derek. You're, 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 you're overreacting. I said, no, Pete, I'm not. And just because you don't see signs doesn't mean that I don't. I finally, I heard a voice say, let them go. They've chosen their path. In that moment, I felt so sad. I went outside and gave him a big, big hug and told him, please, please, please do me one favor. He said, what is that? I said, I know that you all like to smoke pot. That's fine. I said, but don't smoke pot without making sure that all your provisions are taken care of. He goes, like what? I said, when you go to nature, before you get there, I need you to stop at a store and load up on all the food that you need. So that when you hike up into the mountains for hours and hours, you don't get to the campsite that you decide and then start smoking pot and looking at the stars and then fall asleep and wake up and feel hungry because your mouth is dry and the marijuana has made you have the munchies and you have nothing there to eat. And so you're going to disregard what I told you and you're going to go and look in nature. I said, please, 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 Stefan, don't do that. Stefan smiled at me and said, I promise we will get food and we will make sure that we go up there and we won't smoke pot unless we have food. I've heard what you said. Don't worry. I'll see you in a month or so. Well, I'm sure you understand how the story went. About three days went by. I didn't hear anything. My friend Kathy came over. She said, I need to talk to you. I said, what happened? Is everyone okay? She goes, no, they're not. I said, why? She said, Stefan and Mitzi died. I screamed on the top of my lungs. Why? Why didn't they listen to me? I said, and Mike and Robin, are they okay? She said, yes. Stefan offered them to eat food that he found. In nature. I said, tell me everything. What happened? He said, they got there. They hiked three hours up into the mountains in Humboldt County. When they got into the mountains, they set up their camp and decided to roll a joint and smoke the joint. They were so happy being out there all together, laughing and telling jokes and having fun under the stars. They kept smoking and finally fell asleep. They woke up. They were starving they didn't want to hike back three hours on an empty stomach to go get food. So Stefan decided that he was going to look in nature with his girlfriend for food. They found berries. They were looking for all types of food. Robin and Mitzi were also looking, but they also said, Didn't Dirk say that we shouldn't take anything from nature? He said, Oh, Dirk, Dirk and his ideas, everything's going to be fine. He went by a river and found this stock that looked like celery. They found the celery and brought it back to the camp. They grabbed it with all of the different cloths that they had available in their camping gear. They brought it back and said they were going to make a soup. They asked Mike and Robin if they want to join them for some soup. Mitzi is Stefan's girlfriend. They were putting together, Washing everything and getting it ready by the river and bringing it and setting up a fire to make the soup. Mike and Robin said, No, we're going to go for a hike first. We'll come back and join you after. As Mike and Robin went away from the camp, they heard screaming. They came back and said, They said their lips were burning, their skin was burning, their body was burning. Immediately, they started noticing their skin was bleeding all blood was coming through their body. I don't want to go into the whole gruesome tell because it was very gruesome, worse than a horror film. But let's just say they died the most horrible death, both Stefan and his girlfriend, Mitzi. Robin lost her mind. Mike went running down the mountain as fast as he could for three hours, hiking down the mountain to get help. By the time he returned, they were both dead. They had already went into rigor morris. Robin was devastated. She had to seek help. She went crazy afterwards. And Mike, he went into a deep, deep depression. Through that depression, it led him into thinking he could rob a store with a water gun. And that's exactly what he did. And he got arrested for robbery and went to prison. Ever since then, he's been in and out of prison for since the time that I can remember. His face is covered in tattoos, like I saw, tattoos all over his body. There was a time about maybe three or four years ago, I saw Mike. He was out of prison and he was doing work on a construction site here in L.A. I want to visit him. I visited him in a motel with his girlfriend, his new girlfriend. He gave me a hug. He sang me some songs. They were all beautiful songs. He rapped them. He's an amazing guy. Mike, blonde, blue-eyed, beautiful, beautiful face like a baby. Wonderful guy, but now covered in tattoos of stickers and all types of things all over him. He said, prison life is hard. You have to kind of find your place. I found my place with the skinheads for protection. They gave me these tattoos. He goes, I'm not racist, Eric. Nothing would ever stop. Nothing would make me become that. And he started singing me a song. Then he looked at me and started crying. He said, you told me this would happen a long time ago. You saw this on my face, didn't you? I said, yes, with tears in my eyes. He said, why didn't we listen to you? Stefan would still be alive. Mitzi would still be alive. Robin wouldn't have lost her mind. And this would not be my life. He's like, I guess that's just what happens, huh? You make choices and you go down certain paths. He goes, I love you, Dirk. I always will love you. He goes, I really do love you. I spent my evening with him. We laughed. He sang songs, we talked, he smiled, that little boy smile that he had when we were young. I gave him a hug and I said goodbye and I walked out of the motel room. I went to my car and I weeped and I cried. I realized that even when you get signs, you may get signs for a friend, for yourself, But it doesn't mean that other people will listen to them or heed them. Since that time, I got many other signs. One day I was writing a poem. And I said to my sister, two brothers will fall in the city of great. She said, what do you mean? I said, two brothers will fall in the city of great. I wrote it down over and over again. I kept seeing it in my mind. All of a sudden, Years later, when I was living in Israel, the Twin Towers of New York fell. My sister called me and told me she was there, walking across the bridge back to her home when she was living in Queens. She went home and grabbed the book that I left with her. She turned to the page and saw Two Brothers Will Fall in the City of Great. She called me on the phone and said, You knew this was going to happen. How did you know? I said... I had signs that were given to me, and I saw them, and it brought that up in my mind. Paying attention to signs isn't always about pleasant signs. That is the reason why I'm sharing this with you. But keeping yourself open is important. You know, in life, if you keep yourself open, you can avoid a lot of things in your life that can happen. You can help a lot of friends and also help yourself. And also, you can get messages of where to be at the right time and at the right place. I had a friend who used to work at the Twin Towers. One morning she got up. She was always a very person who was very structured and very diligent in the way that she lived her life. Everything was structured. She was always up at the crack of dawn, doing her workouts, ready to head to work. Very, very type person who would never, ever be late for school. And one morning, she got up and she turned on her radio. While she was getting up, she heard a woman on a morning show say, sometimes you just need to go back to bed and not worry about things. For some reason, she listened to that radio. She got back in bed and said, you know, for some reason, I just need to sleep today. I'm tired. I'm going to call in sick. So she got on the phone and called in sick to work. That was the day that her office fell to the ground in the Twin Towers. She heard the sign that came through and it stood out. And she was in the bathroom just getting ready, listening to the radio in the background. But she heard those words Go back to sleep. Sometimes it's okay to just go back to sleep. And she did. And she slept through the whole thing. Till this day, She told me that she never, ever disregards signs in her life. When anything stands out out of the ordinary, she pays attention. It was powerful and amazing. You see, in life, we have to pay attention. There are no coincidences. There are none. The universe does not make mistakes we are the ones have to be willing to listen and open ourselves up to pay attention and trust in our gut feelings about it it is important to do so one time my mother was going out with a girlfriend of hers they were heading to a new opening of a new club she was so excited about it but for some reason she kept paying attention to this guy on the television saying take it easy don't rush live your life. She was getting ready and her girlfriend was trying to rush her out of the door. But she kept remembering that sound in her head from that man on the television. Take it easy, don't rush, she kept saying to herself. So she decided to take it easy. Her girlfriend said, we're going to miss the best part of this party. Let's go. Let's go, Varushka. That's my mother's name, Varushka." So immediately my mom said, Hey, I'm taking it easy. The music's going to be there. The people are going to be there. We're going to be fine. So she took her time. Her friend said, it seems like you're dragging your feet, Verushka. Let's go. She goes, no, it's okay. We're going to take our time and we'll get there. And that's exactly what my mother did. By the time that she got to the club, there was a a burglary, a robbery. Armed men came into the club and shot all the people up in the club. By the time she got there, the cops were there. My mom walked up on the scene. They said, you just missed, you're lucky that you just got here because you just missed one of the biggest, biggest shootouts. My mom looked at her friend and said, you see, the next time you want to take your time and you don't feel the need to rush, honor it. My mom's friend wrapped her arms around my mother's neck and said, you saved us. You stopped us from being here. You're wonderful, Varushka. Ever since being a kid, my mom always told me to pay attention to the signs. It's so important to pay attention to the signs in life. A wonderful example could be something that you look or then dismiss, like a water bottle, or then later, like later you're thirsty and you wish you would have brought it with you. You see, if you're paying attention to something and you're looking at it and it stands out, ask yourself, why am I looking at that? Why am I paying attention to that? If you pay attention to the subtle nuances in any of your environments, such as one time I was walking out of the door, I noticed the water bottle. That's the reason why I brought it up. I saw it on the table and I kept looking at it. But then I was distracted because my assistant was saying, we got to go, we got to go. Got in the car and later I felt so thirsty. And I thought, oh, if I only would have grabbed that water bottle off the shelf. I knew it was right there in front of me in the kitchen, sitting right there on the shelf, and I could have grabbed it, but I didn't. My spirits knew I was going to be thirsty, so they made me pay attention to that water bottle. You see, we always think that there are coincidences, but there's not. Everything in the universe is poetic and beautiful, like you, like life. And when you pay attention to these subtle nuances in life, pay attention to what stands out, pay attention to what you're hearing the most of or what is showing up the most, it's telling you something about yourself, about your path, about what's happening. Even situations as animals showing up in your environment. In shamanism, we call them totems, our sacred helpers, our allies. When animals show up, And you see the animal and your eyes focus on them. That is because the animal has a message for you. If, for instance, you're sitting somewhere and all of a sudden an animal appears like a bird to your table at a restaurant. Or one time for me, I was getting out of my car in Los Angeles and a coyote was standing there. I looked at him and he looked at me and then he ran off. I know that coyote means trickster. And what it means is that even though you may think you have everything understood or you understand what's going on, thing that you're going through is there to trick you in life, to get you to be in the right place with yourself. Perhaps it's your ego or perhaps it's the path that you're on. You're fooling yourself and it's time for you to recognize the trickster in yourself. In that moment, I was about to engage in a new business opportunity. But because I saw the coyote, I got up in the morning and told my team, we can't engage in this business opportunity. We're not thinking about it correctly. We're about to trick ourselves into something. We're being led by our ego and not by our heart. Immediately, we had a meeting. And in that meeting, the whole time my team had already made a decision that we were not going to embark upon this TV show and this offering that was given to us. It didn't matter how much the Person who was offering us a TV show put dollar signs in front of us or told us how famous it was going to make us and how amazing it was going to be for my career. We said no. It worked out perfectly. The funny thing is, if I would have done that TV show, a lot of people wouldn't have taken me seriously. I probably wouldn't have taken myself seriously either. Sometimes in life, it's not about rushing to get somewhere or to put ourselves in a situation that would compromise the truth and the value of who we are. We have to recognize the messages that are being sent to us. If a bee is buzzing around you a lot, what does a bee represent? If a fox crosses your path, what does it mean? Perhaps you keep admiring a specific tree or a flower. It holds meaning. Perhaps you're having thoughts that are just passing through your mind, but you keep thinking of the same thing. There's a message there for you. Perhaps you keep seeing same images popping up in your head. Pay attention to it. It's important for you to recognize the world that you live in is breathing and living, communicating and sharing with you. It is so important. Also, remember that your spirit that is a part of you can travel at any moment at any given time to do many things. And there's reason for that. Your spirit is being aware of all of the possibilities, as well as the ones that you're about to walk into. So pay attention to those things. If you have a relationship with someone and all of a sudden something is scarier shows up around you and you're on a date and there's a new person that you're with, there are signs given to you about that relationship. Pay attention. If you get goosebumps or chills for no physical reason, pay attention. There could be a spirit in the room with you. There could be something happening that is trying to alert you to pay attention. Your body is a living spirit. It knows how to get your attention. Why do you think we feel pain? It is our body letting us know that something is not in balance. Something we are doing in our life is not correct. Pay attention to the signs that are being given to you. If all of a sudden you're talking to someone and you feel tired, that means that on some level of your being, your body is telling you that this person is draining energy when you're around them. Not that they're draining your energy, that you're being drained yourself because the energy that you're surrounding yourself with isn't conductive for you at the level that it's needing to be for you to be lifted and shifted to higher levels of joy, happiness, and freedom. All of these things are showing up for a reason. And it's important that the more you begin to understand this, the more you begin to be a part of a beautiful network in this universe that is leading and guiding you to be at the right place at the right time, doing the right thing at the right moment. The more we begin to do that, the more we begin to understand the meanings of life and how life is communicating us. Life is a beautiful thing, and there are so many beautiful messages available to us. All we have to do is pay attention. All we have to do is open ourselves up and pay attention to what is showing up. Now, here are some tips for you to pay attention in, in working on paying attention to signs. First thing is, notice what keeps repeating itself, what keeps popping up. What is showing up in your environment that is repetitively like a blinking light showing up all the time, wanting to get your attention, like a child that is poking at you, a dog that is barking to get attention? What is showing up in your environment? This is the first way to notice that there is a sign being given to you. Notice how many times it's coming at you. This means that it's getting your attention. Pay attention to what is wanting your attention. Another is what songs, when you're talking about something, are showing up? And what are the lyrics of those songs? Or perhaps you're getting a number that keeps showing up. That's because there is a message in that number. You see, there are many ways for you to acknowledge signs. And they're coming at you all the time. For instance, You may be in a conversation with a group of friends that are talking about something that you were thinking about earlier. Pay attention. Or perhaps you're with friends who are speaking about something that's been on your mind. Those friends are bringing messages to you. And if something keeps showing up with the same friends or other friends, perhaps one person tells you something and the other person tells you something that is very similar to what the other person told you, That's because the universe is delivering messages from the people that you love or care about and that you will listen to. And remember, any message that comes from a place of love is a message worth listening to. Knowing yourself and knowing your environment is so important. Meditating and asking spirit by closing your eyes, taking deep breaths, and asking spirits to increase your awareness of signs to open up your sensitivity to signs. You sit in a comfortable position, close your eyes, take a deep breath, and say out loud, I open my ability and my sensitivity to be aware of the signs that are being given to me through all energy forms, through spirits, through ancestors, through friends, and through anything in my environment. Breathe and take a deep breath. If there's anything that's blocking me from being aware of these signs and these subtle nuances in my life, I release it out of my mouth and throat through long deep yawn and clear it from my being. Continue to breathe and repeat that that I just told you about 5 to 10 times. I guarantee you you will be lifting and shifting your vibration to recognize signs and be open to them. Practicing this meditation of speaking those words out loud, breathing and saying it over and over, will open up the doorway and the energies to fine-tune your subtle energy fields, your aura, your entire energetic system, as well as your alchemy your shamanic alchemy that moves all and through your body with images and symbols, colors, vibrations, and sound waves to be acute and respond to signs and signals, vibrations and totems, energies and colors, words and messages from the spirits, from your ancestors, from your guides, and from the universe. You are a beautiful and powerful being and everything in your life Is here for you to guide you, to lift you, to shift you, and show you how your life can be the most easiest, joyful, fun, playful, open, and caring and nurturing life that you can have. Everything is here waiting for you so that you can see the beauty and the awe that life has and how to recognize all of the divine energies that are showing up constantly in your life to guide you and provide you with all that you need to succeed. Recognizing, cultivate your desire to receive, pay attention, make a note of the recurring experiences in your life, fine-tune your sensitivities, surrender, don't overcomplicate the signs that you're getting. It doesn't have to be trigonometry, geometry, or calculus. It comes easily. Open yourself to receive it fully, and you will become a master in this universe of reading signs, understanding the power of your being, and what you can create and step into. Every day of your life, you will know who to spend your time with, who is right for you in relationships, should you take this job or not, are you doing the thing that is right for you, and so much more. Always ask out loud, spirits, I am open to the signs, guides, I am open to the signs. You are a powerful being, and you are ready and available to all that the spirit world wants to bring into your life, the messages from spirit is ready to embrace your life like never before. So be open and let yourself be a vessel that is able to receive these messages with love, grace, and beauty, no matter what they are. Sometimes messages that will be given to you may not always be pleasant, but they're there for a reason. Honor it, embrace it, and thank the spirits for trusting in you to have it. Thank you so much, beautiful, beautiful tribe. We had such a wonderful, wonderful show. I shared with you ways for you to really step into connecting into the power of your being when it comes to signs, how to really get into that space and open up that doorway so that you will allow all of the universe, all of the messages from your ancestors, all of the divine gifts from this nature spirits to guide you and provide you with the way to lift and shift you to living the best life you can live. Because that's what it's about. It's about living the best life you can live. And imagine how wonderful it will be to be open vessel for your friends and for your family and for the people around you to know that you can read signs. You can see and understand the universal messages that are being given to you every single day so that you can attract love, success, and happiness that you so desire and be able to co-create new experiences with the universe and embrace all of the possibilities for success and harness your power to manifest your best and most meaningful life because you are part of an amazing tribe of beautiful souls who are changing the world. I'm so honored to be your shaman and love on you every single day. So remember, Love on yourself every day in everything that you're doing and you will be triumphant and you will radiate light to everyone in this world. Follow me if you haven't already on Instagram. Sign up on my newsletter so you can get all of the cool tidbits of different types of secrets of shamanic things that you can do. Find out what workshops I'm doing. Get involved And inspire and delight yourself for level-ups in your life to increase your power. And until next time, I love you, I love you, I love you, and I'll never stop loving you. Goodbye.